Welcome back to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. We have a very special guest on today's episode, but first I want to remind everyone to check out our recent Global Connected Aircraft Cabin Chat series, where we featured nine sessions and 18 different speakers and presenters discussing some of the newest emerging technologies, regulatory challenges, and trends within aircraft connectivity. Check out gcasummit.com slash cabin chats to watch it on demand. I recently caught up with Glenn Gonzalez, who is the co-founder and CEO of Jetit, a business aviation operator that describes itself as providing a hybrid ownership model that uses days in place of hours to provide passengers seeking private air travel with a share of their selected aircraft. Uh, this Jetit was founded in 2018, currently has a fleet of five Honda Jet aircraft and is continuing to grow with some new planned deliveries of Honda Jets later this year. Gonzalez actually previously served as a regional sales manager for Honda Jet and also held roles with Gulfstream as well. Jetit has aircraft based throughout the east coast of the United States. This was a good time to catch up with Jetit as Wings Advance, the business aviation data and research company, recently reported that for the month of June, business aviation flight activity was down only about 30% compared to the same period last year. Uh, and now that's a, you know obviously a good improvement over flight activity in April and May when you know flights across all segments were more heavily impacted by the COVID-19 related travel restrictions. So let's get into our discussion with Glenn. So Glenn, Jetit uses a very innovative business model, hybrid ownership. What drove you to develop such a different model, which could become disruptive within the business aviation market? Um, and, and really what drove us to create the model uh, it kind of begins with where the idea came about. Uh, for starters, uh, when I was out selling the whole airplane, of course, to sell anything, you've got to know uh, your aircraft, you've got to know your competition, uh, you've got to know all of the other uh, substitutable goods or services in this particular case that someone can choose, and you have to know the customer. Um, and, and in my experience, having been a fighter pilot, planning that type of strategy and uh, considering all of the various different uh, other options and threats that could be out there was something very uh, familiar to me. Uh, and then flying for Honda and selling the Honda jet, or excuse me, flying for Gulfstream and supporting sales at Gulfstream, I, I had a very thorough knowledge of the entire market and understood how to sell at the highest level. Uh, the guys and gals that sell for Gulfstream are exceptional. And they sell an exceptional product. So when I was there at Honda and talking to customers, I heard the same thing over and over again. Glenn, I love the airplane. I love uh, what it can do for me. It's perfect for my needs, but I really don't have a need to buy an entire aircraft. I think I'm going to stick with my fractional program. I'm stick I think I'm going to stick with my membership program. So that led to me learning and understanding what the competitors or the alternative offerings uh, were. And uh, when you pull all of these pieces together, the, the intersection of all of them was Jetit. Uh, we created a, a hybrid model that uh, allowed us to be competitive with the current marketplace, but also 
uh, we have to create something that allows us to be profitable. That's the ultimate goal of every business. Um, and so I, I think it was a combination of the timing and the hyper-technology of the Honda Jet, the market being ready for it, and an innovative business model. And uh, Gary Pisano and, and Tony Siba are a couple of guys who talk about disruption. And it's those three elements that are necessary, the market being prepared for it, a leap in technology of some sort and an innovative business model uh, are the elements that are necessary for a disruptor. And so hopefully we have that. Uh, yeah. And you know, I wanted to le learn a little bit more about the operation as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, maybe where you're flying to right now? Uh, what are some, maybe some popular destinations right now for your operations? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. We've been to, gosh, I've, I've kind of lost track of the number of countries, um, Costa Rica, Turks and Caicos, Colombia, um, Canada, of course, obviously the Bahamas are, are a frequent destination, but we fly all over the U.S. Uh, we've taken uh, some of our owners out to uh, Banded Dunes. Uh, we actually flew one of our owners back from California yesterday in Thermal Springs. Uh, so we're all over the U.S. Most of our flying is throughout the eastern half of the country or down into the Caribbean. Um, but uh, wherever it is that our owners are looking to go within the eastern half of the uh, or the, the western hemisphere, uh, we'll, we'll take them. Obviously, the, the Honda Jet in some cases may require a stop when you're flying from coast to coast. But uh, more times than not, uh, people are just flying. Uh, which is what we kind of built the model around that human behavior says they're going to fly 90 to 120 minutes. And when, when that's the case, you really can't beat uh, what we offer. And how many aircraft, how many Honda jets are you flying right now? How many are in your fleet? Sure. We, we currently uh, operate five aircraft. Um, within those five aircraft, we have um, uh, uh, already ordered our next uh, 10 airplanes and have an agreement uh, for those aircraft. That being said, uh, we should have those receive the next airplane next month. So we're pretty excited about uh, the continued growth uh, that we have uh, for uh, our business model. It demonstrates that we found a, a cord or a niche in the market that um, no one else was in. And we, we think our business model fits it well. Okay. And that's interesting that you're adding more aircraft and you're continuing to grow, especially right now. Um, so has this situation that we're currently in, the, the COVID pandemic, has that slowed down your flying or did it maybe uh, hit a pause in, in April or um, have you just kind of been flying right through it? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, I think the entire industry uh, hit a pause in, in April, but uh, things have been picking up fairly quickly for us. Um, we recognize that, you know, we, we like to think of ourselves as the, the leading edge of the evolution of transportation. By that, I mean, you know, if you have means, you're looking for more autonomy and more flexibility in your travel. Um, and that's what we can offer to a larger segment of the market when you look at our $1,600 an hour operating costs for our owners. Uh, that being said, the COVID pandemic has actually accelerated that evolution of transportation. Uh, flying commercially uh, or flying with an operator in an open fleet, you're never really sure what it is that you're getting. Or flying commercially, you're exposed to so many touch points that could be 
potentially hazardous to your, your, not just your health, but to your life. Uh, that being said, uh, we've, uh, it, we've completely sold out of our inventory. We have grown in this time frame. We've added some senior leadership to our team. Uh, so we've been creating jobs, and we're, we're, we're very excited about that. Uh, you know, we're, we're very fortunate and blessed to be in a position to do so, but I think in large part it, it lends to the fact that uh, our business model and what we've put together, it, it really does help people uh, achieve that increased level of autonomy that privacy, that um, that, that our day model in itself allows an individual to go out, have a meeting, and then return back home that evening. So you cut out the touch points of restaurants, you cut out the touch points of hotels and waiting lines. And, and that's not to say that those things won't come back, but they are in some cases uh, potentially uh, hazardous at this point in time. And I do want to ask a, a follow-up question. You mentioned the the sort of uh, sixteen hundred dollar an hour uh, operating costs. Um, I want to ask you about just the the sort of the access to the aircraft and how people get to your aircraft um, today. And a lot a lot of you know business aviation operators are deploying a lot of digital applications, and um, you'll see these options where you can sort of find flights almost on demand, uh, you know, and, and, and get a, a private flight, even some empty leg flights where, where aircraft are being repositioned. I wanted to ask you about that. How have you incorporated sort of um, the digital experience into your operation? I mean, how easy is it for, you know, one of your customers to, to get on a flight, uh, maybe, you know, through, an, through a mobile application or, or on their computer? Sure. Um, well, you know, it, it, there's a couple of answers to that, Woodrow. Uh, I think the first answer is in reference to our owners. Our owners are buying a piece of the airplane. The airplane's available to them a number of days uh, annually. Uh, we have created our own in-house application for those owners to engage with and to schedule and coordinate their flights with us. They can communicate with us as far as uh, what they want from a catering, how many passengers are traveling with them. Uh, and of course, they, there's the names of those individuals, their weights, all of those things are already embedded. Um, and so they can quickly and easily select those items and communicate it to us. And then one of our concierge team members will reach out to them uh, to confirm all of the details. Um, or they can just open the app and they can hit the call button and call us directly. Uh, so a number of different methods for them to get in touch with us um, that begins with our application. Uh, on the other side of that, when it comes to the on-demand market and the charter market, you know, that's one of those things that we recognize that there is a tremendous movement in the industry that's driving, uh, that, that technology is driving a change as related to uh, the brokers and uh, the on-demand travel. Companies like Avinode and Tapjets have created uh, connections with a broader segment of the market and uh, in a lot of ways, they are um, making it easier uh, and, and cutting out some of the layers that are in place currently. Uh, so instead of us trying to create that ourselves, uh, we are joining in with those organizations and working in partnership with them. Okay. And I wanted to also ask you about the uh, technologies featured on the Honda Jet. Um, it's one of the things we like to 
focus on the podcast is, is sort of in-flight internet um, connectivity and some, some of the newer technologies that operators are using. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the, the Honda aircraft that you're flying? Um, have you customized them with any type of in-flight internet or uh, you know, a passenger experience type of technologies in, in the cabin? Absolutely. The, the industry's uh, connectivity, and, and thank you for creating a, a podcast about aircraft, aviation, and uh, connectivity associated with aviation. Um, you know, the, the Honda Jet is an elite aircraft in itself, and, and we operate the Honda Jet Elite, so I, I use that term uh, in two ways there. Uh, but uh, it, for us, we've added the uh, GoGo L3 Advanced system. I, I know there are a number of other systems out there, but uh, we focus ourselves on practicality um, and sensibility. And the L3 Advanced system, uh, because of the six-passenger setting that we have in our aircraft, uh, we can essentially cover all of our passengers with that system. Uh, it is a high-speed Internet uh, connection, and in doing so, uh, we can uh, make phone calls throughout flight. It happens often, so our passengers are doing business at the speed of business in, in a lot of ways. Uh, which is a, a great tool and asset for us. Uh, but in, in large part, too, connectivity doesn't have to always be uh, technology-related. It can also be related to um, your ability to connect and communicate with people in the cabin with you. So it being in a spacious, conversationally quiet aircraft, that being the Honda Jet Elite, uh, our, our passengers can connect with one another in comfort, in quiet, and you don't have to raise your voice or project your voice you can just have a normal conversation with the person across from you. Um, as far as uh, other elements within the cabin, um, of course, uh, through the GoGo system, our owners and passengers are able to pull down flight information uh, for the flight that we're on. Uh, they can see where they are in the airspace and uh, or over the nation, um, and they can see the, the flight time remaining to continue um, and so there are a number of elements that we are allowed to connect with internally. Um, as far as the flight operations, there are a number of things from a tech side that are going on behind the scenes. Uh, we have recently partnered with Flex uh, for our aircraft dispatch and operations software. It's a tremendously robust software uh, to help us make sure that we stay organized and can communicate with our flight crews and our dispatch uh, and uh, as well as with our owners to keep them abreast of where our aircraft are and um, when they can expect the aircraft to land or depart. Um, in addition to that, we work with Rocket Route as well uh, for our flight planning tools. So uh, those are just a, a few of the tech items that we have brought in and um, how we connect and stay connected. Interesting. I'm, I'm not that familiar with Flex. Could you tell us a little bit more about that partnership and, and what it does? Is it sort of a digital platform for your flight dispatching? It is. It's a digital platform for both crew, dispatch, as well as charter sales. Um, and in our case, it's predominantly utilized for our uh, flight crew and dispatch. Uh, and it allows us, it, when I say that it's a robust program, uh, our dispatch team can input any information, whether that be catering, passenger weights, fuel releases, uh, aircraft documentation. If there's a, uh, a, a new read item or safety file that our, our pilots need to review, um, they can, they, 
that can be input into the app. And so it's right there at their fingertips. And before they're released for the flight, they have to go through and review those items, or they can uh, quickly scroll and check uh, through the color-coded items uh, what is in place and, and what needs to be done for this particular flight. Um, they can also have, uh, of course, passenger uh, passport information or contact information right there at their fingertips. So it, it really is a, a great tool. It's been utilized uh, predominantly in Europe, and they are just coming to the U.S., and um, we found it to be extremely helpful to creating more efficiency in our operations as we kind of uh, we pulled a, a couple of things from Southwest Airlines and the ability to quickly turn a single fleet aircraft, that being the Honda Jet Elite, and put it into operation efficiently and effectively to keep costs down for our owners. I see. And I also have to, you know, considering you do, you, you mentioned the go-go earlier, um, one of the other things that we've also talked to a couple of guests on the podcast about is the use of connectivity and uh, just newer digital technologies, data analytics for predictive maintenance and, and maintaining an airplane and health monitoring, uh, you know, maintenance for the engines, that type of thing. I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, you, you know, you, you all are, are growing. Your, your aircraft are obviously a lot newer. Um, but is that also something that you, you know, try to use the connectivity or access to aircraft data for is just, you know, watching maintenance of certain systems, certain components that might need to be replaced before that occurs in the air or creates an aircraft on ground situation? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I guess we don't uh, use the Honda Jet does have a maintenance connectivity as if you connect to Wi-Fi, it will then download information. Um, in, in our particular case, because it is a new airplane, uh, we elected not to take on that option. We do have to upload information uh, for each month uh, on, the, on the aircraft. And what's great about the Honda Jet is it does provide you with that maintenance diagnostic information. Uh, true to form, like any other Honda, our aircraft have been extremely reliable. But in this particular case, on one occasion, uh, the airplane did... Uh, as we downloaded our information and Honda reviewed that information, it highlighted that we had a sensor that needed to be replaced. Uh, it wasn't something that needed to be replaced immediately. Uh, so Honda notified us and we scheduled it and, and coordinated it uh, during our next flight. Uh, so you know, when people speak to the technology and the fact that the Honda Jet is an, uh, a leap in technology, um, in, in a lot of ways it truly is. And I observed much of that at Gulfstream and uh, when I started working and selling for Honda prior to leaving to start Jetit, um, I, I saw those same things in Honda and, and in some cases uh, it was an upgrade above that. I see. Okay. And before we let you go, Glenn, I wanted to ask, you know, we, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but, you know, we have to have to ask just again, you know, moving forward, um, as you all continue to grow and add new aircraft to your fleet, um, how do you think this, you know, COVID-19 will continue to change the way you operate? Um, I mean, are, are you all, you know, wearing masks on board? Are you requiring sort of maybe some social distancing? Um, just for the kind of, you know, rest of the year, how, how will this just change the way you operate overall uh, while continuing to grow and, and add new aircraft to your operations? Yeah, um, you know, I think uh, the entire industry is scrambling to figure out uh, how to best adjust. Um, in, in our case, uh, you know, we're operating the way that we normally do. It's private, fast, 
smart. That's that's how we operate. That's what we do. Um, in addition to that, though, to account for COVID, our, our pilots are always wearing masks. Uh, we have been taught uh, how to clean the aircraft. Um, so we have the aircraft, of course, more frequently cleaned by professionals, that being a company called uh, Latitude Aero. Um, and uh, in addition to that, uh, our, they have taught us how to clean the aircraft before and after every flight. Again, finding those potential exposure points where someone might touch, whether it be an air vent or a handle on a seat or an armrest um, or whatever it might be within the cabin. And so our pilots have been trained how to clean the aircraft before and after every single flight um, and with use, utilizing, of course, the right materials. In addition to that, uh, one of the things that really hasn't changed is you know, we do our absolute best to bring our pilots home at night anyway. So uh, pilots staying in hotels and being exposed themselves uh, to uh, what, what might take place in, in, at a hotel or uh, at a restaurant, uh, ideally our pilots are back home each night and, and that's a non-issue also. So it's also very important to us to make sure that not only are we taking care of our passengers, but we're also making sure to take care of our, our team members. Okay. Well, Glenn, it was uh, really interesting talking to you and learning about more about Jetit. I uh, wanted to say thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank you, Woodrow. I've enjoyed the conversation and uh, look forward to connecting with you more in the future as we continue to grow. So that brings us to the end of another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening again and also remind you all one more time to check out our recent Global Connected Aircraft Cabin Chats virtual event. It is available on demand on our website, gcasummit.com slash cabin chats. As always, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode.